Basketball is back at UCI, and that means another season with Big West Championships inside for both our men's and women's teams. I'm Trent Rush, and this is the UCI Podcast. Today, we're kicking off the season by catching up with head coaches Tamara Inouye and Russell Turner. Entering his 10th year as the head men's basketball coach, Russ Turner has built a Big West dynasty. He's won four regular season titles, a couple of tournament championships, and last year, no doubt the finest of them all with the Anteaters winning 31 games. They went to the NCAA tournament for the second time in school history and won a game at the Big Dance for the first time ever. And now, they're looking to get back. All right, Coach Turner with us now. And Russ, I know that you guys were taping this right before the start of the season. And I just want to get some of your early thoughts, a chance to see this team. I know you spent a lot of time with them this summer and a lot of new faces. So let us uh, in. What is what is the 2018 or 2019-28 basketball program going to look like? Well, I hope it's going to look a lot like last year's team looked uh, because we're coming off of a historic season. But we're going to have a new look for sure because of seven true freshmen. And uh, those guys have been fun to work with, but we've got a long way to go just because they're inexperienced. Uh, my veterans have been outstanding. I've got a real group of core uh, veterans that can lead this team. Um, and I've said many times, four of the seniors we have, guys who've been with us for going into their fourth years now, um, have started a lot of games for us, have won a lot of games for us, and are now in position where they can step forward this season. Of course, I'm referring to Yasu Worku, Evan Leonard, John Edgar and Tommy Rutherford. So uh, I'm really pleased with those guys. And I need to also mention Brad Green, who's a fourth-year player who redshirted last year. I know the fans are going to be excited for him. Those guys have uh, really set a leadership tone with this group. Before we get into this upcoming season, I do want to take a reflection back to last year and that run in the March Madness and winning that tournament game, beating Kansas State. Russ, I had a chance. I, I went back and I watched that game about two weeks ago, and I, I get goosebumps now thinking about just what that experience was like. Now a few months <clears throat> removed from that, what do you remember about that time at March Madness? <laughs> well, there's a lot to remember about then. Um, I think that some of the most – Impactful times for, for me were walking off the court after we beat Kansas State and seeing the way that uh, so many Anteater fans were affected by that victory. And that was even before we could feel the weight of the NCAA tournament. And I think we all felt that over the next couple of days. So, so many people joining us in San Jose was great. Uh, the energy that, that just got built around what our program was trying to do was phenomenal. And then in the second half against Oregon, when we briefly took the lead, I think everybody felt the same thing that we did down on the floor, and that's that we were going to get it done again. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to describe that feeling. It's hard to uh, – I wish we could bottle that somehow because the pride that so many people felt in UC Irvine during that period was just outstanding. I'm telling you, I, I think back to the time at – the, everyone gathering together for the watch party and celebrating yeah. then and finding out, okay, what what's the seed going to be? Where are you going to play? And, and traveling together and then having the, the receptions up in San Jose. I just thought that was an incredible experience. And I, I don't know, maybe how, how do you see it as a coach to see the community come together like that with so many different aspects uh, of this UC Irvine community? And bigger than that, across Southern California and across the country. I mean, the Anteaters were Cinderella for a lot of people. Yeah, we were, and, and that's exciting. Um, there's no other way to, 
to, to say it really than that we were all, you know, really thrilled to be a part of something that we knew was special while we were doing it. But you don't really understand the impact, you know, right there while you're focused on trying to do it again that, that maybe you feel a little bit later. I think that we exceeded expectations that a lot of people had. And that's neat because that's what everybody's trying to do somehow is exceed ex expectations and whatever the, there is that they're trying really hard to do well. You know, we did that and a lot of people were impacted by it. The people who were associated with this university all seemed to be impacted positively by what we were doing. So that was fun, man. And, and I think we can potentially be in position to do something similar. It'll never be the same, but it might be similar. And if we can keep getting better, that's exciting. Let's talk about those seven freshmen because I, I would imagine the players you're bringing in now, I feel like, and we've talked about this before, the talent level seems to go up every single year. <laughs> but bringing freshmen in, there are challenges that come with that. So, so what has that process been like this summer? Well, we are acclimating new guys. And it's nice to hear you know, people say that maybe we're getting better players, but I don't know. I think I hope we're getting kind of the same type of players. Maybe we can make them better. But the guys we've had here are pretty daggone good. And that's what I don't want people to lose sight of, is that we've been really good. And I hope that we can get guys who have the same type of character as the players who've come through this program before. I think we have that. I think the guys that are all here as newcomers now all came here in part because we're a championship level program. They want that challenge. I don't think any of us takes that for granted. And I do think these guys that we've recruited are good. I think they're, they're capable basketball guys, but we've got a lot to teach them. And so we've got to keep doing that. Um, I'm excited for that journey. I hope our, our fans can be a little bit patient. They're going to see glimpses from each guy right away of what's possible. What I hope we can do is just keep getting better every day. And with that, we had this discussion on UC Irvine basketball radio partner, AM830 KLAA, about – seeing so many of the players that are back that are seniors kind of unsung guys a lot of people talked about jonathan galloway and max <laughs> hazard last year but you have really good core players coming back and you mentioned yasu Worku and evan leonard uh, tommy rutherford's back john edgar your seniors you threw brad green into the mix what are you looking to see from those guys well i really believe all five of our vets and, and i mean our our four-year vets now all are accomplished guys, and yet they all have a lot to prove this year. You know, to hear even you refer, refer to them as unsung guys is well, they weren't unsung to me. Interesting like to, to me. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I say it's interesting because yeah. Tommy Rutherford's been a first-team All-Conference player. You know, Evan Leonard's been All-Conference a couple times, and uh, Yasu Worku's been an All-Conference guy at least once. Um, these guys can play, and I, yeah, I, I think they are all motivated, highly motivated, uh, to assert themselves a little bit this year. I don't think that's unhealthy. I want them to um, have those individual goals that we then work together to form into a, a great team cohesiveness. If we can do all that, we can do the type of things we did last year. But there's no question that's going to be harder now that we've done it um, because people are going to view us differently based on the accomplishments that have been achieved here before. I know our schedule's tough. I think we just need to get better every day and stay committed to the things that have made us really good, which is unselfishness and a hardworking mentality, a willingness to uh, play really hard and sacrifice for your teammates and uh, defend and rebound every time. That's what I'm looking for. If you're a UC Irvine fan that was one of the thousands at Honda Center when 
UC Irvine men's basketball won the Big West tournament by the largest margin of victory <laughs> in the tournament's history yeah. to win that championship game, and people stormed the court. If you were one of those people, you're going to remember that night. One name in particular at a great game, and that really had a great Big West tournament, was Colin Velp. It yeah, continued yeah. to improve as the season goes on. I know he's been you know, talked about as potentially being an all-conference type of a player. What can we expect to see from him? Well, hopefully more of what we saw in some of the biggest moments last year. Obviously, the the performance he had in the championship game of the tournament was spectacular. But I don't think anybody on our team was surprised at that because we had seen those type of things from Colin before. You know, he didn't really get as much of an opportunity last year as I think he's going to be able to get on most nights this year, really every night. You know, it's going to be hard for him to play huge minutes just given the talent that we have. But I know he's going to show growth and improvement. The physical change in his body is almost as dramatic as in Brad's. If you look at where he was when he started here as a freshman two years ago to where he is now. Um, I think he's also grown in terms of his understanding of how to be as good a competitor as he wants to be. And there's not a limit to where he hopes to go in this game. So what I want to see from him is just continued growth. If he gives us that, he's going to have a big year and our team will have a big year too. I know a lot of people are looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing this eight-year team on the court. Big games coming up. Before we let you go, talk schedule for a second because you guys are playing a lot of really tough competition in non-conference getting ready for league. Yeah, we do. And that's just a result of the success that we've had. You know, our schedule last year broke our way um, in a lot of situations because of the one we had had the year before where we got beat up. This one is more of a combination. I think we've got a lot of tough games, a lot of games that uh, will pit us against other really good mid-major teams. And then we've got some, you know, some games against power conference teams that are going to be hard to win but fun to play. Uh, so in that way, it's going to be similar. We're going to have more home games this year in our non-conference. And what I hope is we can get some people out here in the Bren uh, before New Year's that will support us. Uh, we've got a couple great features. We're retiring Scott Brooks's jersey on one of those nights. And there's some really good opponents there. So I'm hopeful about the uh, momentum we can hopefully generate with our early season performance. But I'm also cautious because I know it can go the other way and we can get beat up a little bit. But we'll be ready when conference play starts. At the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's about winning the Big West championship, both in the regular season. And we're all hoping in the Big West tournament as well to get back to March Madness. Russ, thanks so much. All right. Thanks, Trent. Last year, Coach Inouye led her Anteater women to their first 20-win season since Ronald Reagan was president. And this team is poised to contend for both a conference tournament title and an NCAA tournament berth. And Tamara Inouye joins us now. Coach, thanks so much for joining us. And I'm excited to see what your program's up to because I know that it seems like every year since you've been here, Anteater basketball continues to get better and better. And now, you know, the expectation is a lot of success. And I know sure. that that's something that you probably enjoy a lot. Yeah, I mean, uh, taking over immediately, it was, it was a rebuild, we knew that, and that's what Izzy brought me here for. Um, I think we're going in the right direction. You know, my staff has done a fantastic job of bringing in good players. Um, it's just about putting them together. So, yeah, the goal was to improve every year and get better and better and better, and I think, you know, we're getting there. We only lost two seniors last year, and Andy Ritter and Sabrina Ingolstadt picked up six new ones, so I think we're, we're in a good position. 
as you get a chance, I know that you know we're, we're taping this before your season actually gets started, but going through summer and spending time in the fall getting ready uh, for the beginning of the season, what are your impressions on your team to this point? Uh, we're great. You know, we have – it's like half and half. We're half veterans, half young. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think the leadership that we're having right now, especially with Lauren Psyche coming in and really setting the tone with our team, um, is really good for our freshmen. And to be able to have all the juniors and seniors making sure the tone and culture are set, um, we're falling in line pretty fast. You know, we were lucky enough and, and had a great experience in Japan this summer, which was a great thing for our team in general altogether. Yeah. So um, it's nice. It's nice to see. We got a little bit of a snapshot beforehand, and, and I like what I see so far. I read the blog. I was keeping up with what the eight-eater women were doing uh, in that the Japan trip. But fill us in. What's a trip like that like? Like, what are some of the big benefits of doing something like that? The biggest value, basketball-wise, is we get to practice, get get full practices before we go, and actually get some games in in the summertime um, against other competition, which is invaluable. Um, as far as um, what else it can bring, you know, it, it just allows this team to be able to go to another country and, and expose themselves and see great things. Um, we, we, we definitely didn't do the charter route. We definitely got in with the people and saw a lot of things, which I think is really important for these young women um, to be able to actually have them sign up for passports and get out of the country for the first time. It's really rewarding and, and fun to watch and see how grateful they are and how much they really um, you know, can see for themselves to travel once they graduate, which I, which I hope for. I know that for the men last year, they went that, they did that trip to Korea. Yeah. And it kind of felt like, I, talking to those guys, that the season started way early for them. And then by the time you're kind of in November basketball, it's not feeling like it's the start of the season. Yeah. It feels like you're in midseason. Do you expect to see any kind of benefit like that? I mean, if we do anything like the men, I would be very happy with that. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's we, we battle, we're battling some injuries right now, so I think, you know, we are still, still starting fresh again. Um, of course, that experience we had there, they can remember that, go back to it. Mm -hmm. um, but I think we're going we're gonna to start like everybody else. Let's talk about some of your players, because you got one in particular, Jordan Sanders, yeah. who, who's it's one of the top five returning scorers in the country uh, for this season. I know there's a lot of expectation, a lot of hype about her, and I think rightfully so, because she has proven that she is one of the premier players, not just in this league, but I think people take a notice all across America. Yeah, she's only a junior. Uh, you know, the big thing about Jordan, um, just coming out to a mid-major program, she had BCS offers, but to believe in our vision and believe in what we're doing here and come here, you know, you can be as great as you want anywhere you go. Um, and I think she understands that and can do this at Irvine. Um, she's definitely putting us on the map and, and getting the work in. She, it's not, it's not by any means genetics, it, it's her hard work she puts in. She stays back in the summer, she came in as a freshman, came for first session, and has come every year since. Um, she's dedicated, she gets in the gym, she gets in the weight room, she's doing what she wants to do um, to make sure her game is ready and, and her teammates are ready. I would imagine as a coach, when you have your star player who is one of your hardest workers, gosh, that resonates with everybody else. Sure. And how big is that advantage to everybody else kind of be able to see, if Jordan's doing this, I guess I better put in the time. Absolutely, I think with Jordan doing that, you know, she's definitely had some of her classmen, you know, come back early, like Lex Seaton came back early this summer. You know, Talia Garza stayed all summer. Um, I think it's a big it's a big thing. It's a big thing to see that and see the improvement that Jordan has had. And she's got a lot more improving to do um, and to see what our, our juniors now are doing as well. Um, she's definitely been a culture setter for that and that aspect um you know and, and it's performance the performance she's been able to do like i said it's not because she's just naturally gifted it's, it's literally the rep she puts in yeah we talked about lauren we talked about jordan maybe who are some of the other players this year that we should be keeping an eye on for your team 
I mean, all of them really, you yeah. know, I think, you know, for the class we have, you know, Yazzie Sadula we forget a lot about, but she is out there leading our team on defense, making sure we understand what's going on. Um, she is a coach's dream. She knows everything that you say and she retains it. Um, so she, she'll be a senior that comes in right away. You know, Lex Seaton is something I mentioned right now. You know, first two years she didn't play much, but she's put the work in and really has figured it out. Game has slowed down for her. She's doing a great job so far. You know, Haley Talbert, junior as well, come in, workhorse, just an absolute workhorse and, and really lifts and keeps our, our level at a high intensity. Uh, we have Dan Gugliamo and Talia Garza coming from Archbishop Midi. They've come in together and, and only have improved, you know, and I think that they're, they're ready. Those are all my junior class, you know. Yeah, and, and as a whole, I mean, we talked about the 20 wins last year and it's great and the improving every single year, but it's getting that next step, right? It, it's winning a Big West championship. It's getting to the NCAA tournament. What's it going to take for this group this year to get to that level? Yeah, I think 40 minutes, just we've got to put a full game together. I think uh, we learned our lessons last year in conference where we didn't put a full 40 and we lost games. Um, I think we need to understand we have the depth this year. We're going to have 13 deep this year. I think all 13 can play, and they, and they have to step up and play for 40 minutes. Especially in the Big West, having covered all, all this conference for seven years now and seeing a lot of other teams, not many teams can go 13 deep. That's a huge advantage. Yeah, something I think it's it's fun. You know, we recruit players to play, not sit. Um, I think every coach does that, uh, but we expect them to do that. And I think that they understand that, and, and they get in the gym and they do their work. So I think you'll see it in Lex this year, as far as one of the players that has done that as a freshman sophomore didn't play much, but you know, right now she's pinned as a starter. So I think that's a big, big, um, big thing that we do here. What kind of goals do you set for this team? Because I know everybody else. They can talk about all the goals they want and talk about championships and, and all this and that. But internally, what are some of the things that, that you want to see from this team? I just think improvement's the biggest thing. I think, you know, rebuilding is not easy. Um, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. Um, I think improvement's what we want to do. You know, we, we really model ourselves and look at the men, see what the men do here. And there's no reason why we can't either. Um, so I think for that, but for me, it's always a championship. It always has been, always will be. Uh, if I don't want a championship, I don't think I should be coaching. So um, that's exactly what we want, exactly what we want to do. Um, but we understand it's a process. Sure. Let's talk about the schedule for a second because you guys are open, really tough game up at Oregon State. Um, but again, looking in non-conference, there's a lot of tough games again on your schedule all to get ready for the Big West regular yeah. season play. Is that kind of what you guys are looking for? Is that what you're striving for when you're setting the schedule for the year? Yeah, sure. I think we're in a position now where we can schedule big. So I scheduled four BCS programs. Um, I think that's a lot, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's good for us. I think for our, our young ones and our veterans, I think, you know, Players don't want to just play a, a schedule that they just get wins off. We want to get better. You know, we want to be prepared for season. And I think uh, the four BCS programs we're playing are going to be good for us. Uh, Non-conference is going to be tough. But I think the tougher we play, the more experience, the better we'll be ready for March. I know that just, just by knowing you, Tamara, yeah. it's that kind of energy that you give every day. And I know that you make things sometimes tough on the players, but it makes them better. Yeah. Do you feel like in the schedule there's some of those same kind of philosophies like, hey, these are going to be tough games. You might not win them all, but you really can get better and go as, as it goes on and use that as a goal. Absolutely. I think you got to play the best to be the best. you know. And I think playing Oregon State in the WNIT – 
that's the standard that we set, you know? And last year we played Oregon and got our butts beat. That's okay. That's the standard they set. Like, if you want to be at the top, you got to play the top. And I think that's a good thing for us. You mentioned being the WNIT. Is, do you consider that to be like a big honor to be in that? I think it's huge. Irvine's never done it before. I think to get that invite, it, we're being recognized. And I think it's it's a test to our players and how hard they've been playing. Um, the, to get that recognition is something that I think they deserve. They deserve and we're going to do it. If your team is going to be in the NCAA tournament and is going to win a Big West championship this year, what's it going to take for this group to get there? Uh, a lot of patience by me and the coaching staff. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think it's really in the hands of the players. Like, I, I think with a veteran team that we have, um, it's really in, in charge. You know, I'm a big – for me, I, I want my players to, to really buy in and do it, and I think they can do that. Um, you know, I'm just a big fan on the sidelines, just encouraging and being a cheerleader. So um, I think i got the team that can do it. Um, they just have to want to do it. Tamara, congratulations Thank on you. all the success to this point. And I can't wait to see this team. I think that uh, there's a lot of reason to have high hopes and high expectations yeah. for this group. So I think it's going to be a really fun year. And thanks for the time today. Awesome. Thank you. This special edition of UCI Podcast is a production of Strategic Communications and Public Affairs and UC Irvine Athletics. I'm your host, Trent Rush. Thanks for listening.